What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. The first time I made $5,000, I was like, hey, I'm on to something because I'm not working as much as I was working when I was when I had these six jobs or even when I was working in the public school system. What's up, everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi, everyone. This is another wonderful episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And in this episode, I've got another awesome guest, uh, an entrepreneur who is doing fine and who has got quite a story to share. And uh, what I'll just do now is I'll just pass the mic to her and she will introduce herself. She tell us a little bit about herself and what uh, she's up to. Sure. So my name is Jade Weatherington. I have an online academy. It's called Teacher Jade's Writing Academy. So that serves youth ages 8 to 18. And then I have a secondary business where I teach people how to teach online and make profitable online courses. Oh, that's awesome. So you have been called the six-figure teacher. Can you tell us the story about that and how did that come to be? Um, so it's kind of interesting. I was teaching online and I, I was teaching on a couple of different platforms. So I offered my classes on my website and I also offered them on other platforms. And I got a call. Well, no, it wasn't a call. It was an email. So I received an email asking if I'd be willing to speak with the other teachers about my income or how I you know, make profitable courses. And I was like, OK, sure. But I hadn't realized that I was making 10 figures. I'm not 10 figures. So I was making um. I was making five figures that a month and then it turned, it started doubling and then it got to the six figures. So I wasn't, it wasn't that I was unaware of how much money I was making. I was making the $10,000 a month. I just wasn't paying attention because previously I had been living on a budget. So I was always focused on my budget. But when I finally stopped and realized like I'm making a whole lot more money than I anticipated, um, I did an interview and they're like, oh, so you're a six-figure teacher. And I was like, yes, I like that. I'm going to stick with that. And that's where that title came from. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you mentioned, uh, I know for sure that uh, the journey didn't uh, get started with uh, all the base and whistle of making six figures and stuff. So can you just give us the background of your story and uh, what was happening before you, become, uh, you became the six-figure uh, teacher? Yes. So I was teaching on multiple platforms. I had a handful of private students that I was working with. And so I'm juggling six different jobs. And I was also teaching at a school. 
And my daughter asked me if I could homeschool her. She didn't want to go back to school. And I remember telling her, I'm like, I can't. There is, there is no way that I can homeschool you because I have to work. And she said, well, you already teach online. So that's when I had the aha moment. Like, You're right. I do teach online. I can turn this into an actual career. I can turn this into a business other than just something that I do on the side. So I quit all the jobs that I had and I focused primarily on teaching online. And so I was working for two different companies at the time. One was an ESL company and another one was like a marketplace. So you can basically post any type of course that you want to offer. And I was also offering classes on my website. And on one of the platforms that was like, I really want these classes to work. The first month that I offered classes on there, I only made $50. So I always look back at things and say, if I would have quit, if I would have stopped, if I would have decided to just stick to the classroom, I would never have the income that I have now. So it starts off slow, but you have to start building your reputation. You have to connect with the people that are going to take your classes. You have to learn how to do some marketing and run some ads if you actually want this to be a business and not just a side hustle. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so you mentioned uh, I, uh, you leverage on a particular platform to get started. And uh, I think that is where uh, the old thing got blew, uh, blew up over there. So can you just walk us through like uh, what platform uh, you got your initial customers from? And right now, like where exactly are your clients and customers actually coming from? Yes. So that platform was OutSchool. They are, I believe they're in their sixth or seventh year out on market. So when I started with them, they were brand new. They were less than a year. I think it was less than a year out. So luckily I was able to get in there pretty early and now they have thousands and thousands of teachers on there. But I was one of the first, I think, hundred teachers that were on that platform and it actually worked out pretty well. But I was able to leverage those relationships that I built with those families early on so I started off teaching middle school writing classes and now those same children I started with when they were sixth grade seventh grade are taking my high school my high school courses so I had courses on there and then also on my website so teacherj.com before I made it for adults who want to learn how to teach online that's where I had my academy and I was using an LMS and that's a learning management system called Schoology so it was just myself and two other teachers teaching on that platform. Um, some of the other ones that I utilize, and this is just to list my classes. There's also All School, there's Tootly, there's Udemy, there's a lot. I make sure I list my courses wherever I can list them because it's more eyes on my classes and each one of those platforms reaches a different demographic. Okay, that's that's cool. Uh, so like, when was that moment when you realized that, oh, Jade, like you are on something uh, in this uh, line of uh, entrepreneurship? It was before I made $10,000. I believe the first time I made $5,000, I was like, hey, I'm on to something because I'm not working as much as I was working when I was when I had these six jobs or even when I was working in the public school system. So I had to sit back and kind of create a strategy. I looked at when I was offering classes. I looked at how much I was charging for classes and how many people I was allowing to enroll. So in order to have like the maximum profit, I had to increase my prices. I had increased the number of students that I let enroll in my classes, but I still had to maintain the same quality of the course, if not even making it better so that they would continue signing up for classes with me. Okay. All right. So uh, right now, like, can you just 
uh, give us a brief picture of where your business is right now and revenue wise, what is the figure like up, uh, let's say 2022? Um, so financially, I'm on course. So on average, I bring in about $10,000 from my online classes for youth. And then another 5,000, 10,000 for my classes that I have for adults. And that's also including like my products and my eBooks and all those things. So I'm looking around $20,000 a month, but my ultimate goal would to touch, would be to touch 50,000 a month and retirement. I would like to retire early from selling courses. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something. So uh, for your goal of trying to reach our uh, $50,000 in uh, revenue, like what exactly are you working? What are you doing towards that goal right now? Yes. So the one thing was I knew I couldn't do it by myself. So if I were the only person teaching my classes and I sat down and I calculated how can I make $50,000 a month from teaching online, I'd be teaching 16-hour days and all my classes would have to have full enrollments. So that wasn't a possibility. What I ended up doing was starting my business. So it went from me being like a solopreneur, the teacherpreneur, and it was just me teaching my classes to hiring teachers. So I currently have seven teachers who offer curriculum. They can offer my classes, they can offer their own classes, but they do it under my business of Teacher Jade's Writing Academy. Okay. So yes. making sure they have classes, full enrollments, means that I still have revenue and income coming in, but it also frees up my time because I'm no longer teaching these classes, just my teachers. My teachers are the only ones that are offering these classes. And um, now that I'm developing a course for adults, prior to what's coming up, I have a new course that's coming out, but I only offer those classes live. So now I'm making it pre-recorded. So when people wanna sign up for the course, they are able to complete it at their own pace versus having to sign in and meet with me to take those courses. Okay. Yeah. One big takeaway from uh, what you just mentioned is the fact that uh, when you realize uh, something is actually working, you've got something going on or uh, whatever you are doing, like uh, just create systems around uh, what you are doing so that you can duplicate yourself and uh, probably remove yourself because one of the goal of entrepreneurship are, uh, uh, most likely the end goal is just to have freedom to be able to do what we love, to be able to spend time with people we actually love and uh, stuff like that. So uh, it's a very good one. Like uh, I'm very happy that you find a system that really works for you where you can actually duplicate uh, yourself. So this next round is where I have to throw you some uh, question <laughs> and you give us an uh, answer as quick as you can. Uh, are you ready? Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure I'm sitting up straight. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Cool. So if you are to recommend one book to every entrepreneur out there listening to this podcast, what book would that be? Oh, uh, I think it's called The Entrepreneur Entrepreneurial Leap, but it's not Seth Godin. But there's another book by Seth Godin about marketing. So I'll go with that one. I can't tell you the title, but Seth Godin's book about marketing. Okay. So yes. what is one book or course that you read or maybe you bought or you invested in uh, that changed your life? And how, what did you learn from that uh, book or course and how did it affected your life and business? Okay. So I joined a business cohort through our Village United and it was a 12-week cohort and everything that I learned in that cohort changed my business perspective because I had to start looking at myself as a CEO, as a founder, and I had to change my mindset from just being a teacher to being a business. So 
I would say joining a business cohort can absolutely influence and change everything that anyone thinks about when it comes to business because they have tons of resources and there's a network of people that you're able to connect with. Okay, that's awesome. So uh, next question, what is one thing that you did that got you a big win in your business? Oh, my big win. Yeah. You know, I think it, the, the big win that I had was from a parent. So when I first started offering these classes on OutSchool, and I also had my classes on my website, which were, was completely different because the, the students I had on my website were all homeschoolers and they all knew me. I knew the family. So it's like they kind of followed me from the classroom to the Internet. But um, when I started offering classes on OutSchool, that first month I made $50. But the second month was when I actually made, no, it was the third month when I finally made $5,000. And that was because one of the parents, two of the parents actually. So the first parent was a mommy blogger and she blogged about my class. So that kind of was like free marketing. She wrote about my class and she was a really popular mommy blogger. So all, all these new families are coming to me like, oh, she sent me. And then the second one, I had a student and I only had one child in this class, just one kid in the class. And the dad was the manager of a homeschool co-op. So he went back and registered all 18 of those students into my class. So those two people referring me made my big win because they started off, they started my marketing campaign for me. I realized that word of mouth was extremely important in this population with homeschoolers and also with families that are taking online classes because they want to know for sure that they're paying for something that's quality and that their children are going to enjoy and that they're getting their money's worth. Okay. All right. Uh, that's a very lovely story. If uh, you actually good at what you do, because if you are not really uh, good at what you do, you won't surely, those people will surely not have recommended you or have blogged about you or even recommend you to anyone. So I think that's another takeaway from uh, your story that whatever you are doing, just be good at it. Uh, show up with your best and uh, just wait for the world to see uh, what uh, is in stock and where to lead you to. Uh, so thank you for that share. Uh, Yes, absolutely. You you have to know what you're teaching. You have to. You actually have to know what you teach because I meet a lot of people who they're like, oh, I want to do this. I want to make money teaching online, but they try to replicate somebody else instead of being authentic and being themselves. And it comes across that way. People know it's fake and that they aren't genuine and they don't really know the topic that they're teaching. So choosing something to teach that you're absolutely passionate about and that you have knowledge about is really important. Okay. Yeah. You're very, very right. So on that, on the basis of that, I will ask you, what is one superpower you've got that has contributed a lot to your winning in life and in business? My superpower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's multitasking. I can get a lot done all at the same time and being able to follow my to-do list. I don't know if that's a superpower, but I think it's my superpower because I will make a to-do list and I will make sure that everything gets done. So actually following through and completing tasks is, is my superpower because a lot of people will make a list and they'll ignore it or they'll make a list and start crossing things off even though they haven't completed it and they'll put it on the list for the next day. I do every single task I say I'm going to do when I say I'm going to do it. 
Yeah, I think you are one of those few super, uh, super, uh, super women that we have in the world who can actually <laughs> say they will surely show up to do whatever they plan to do. So that's a very good one. You shared with us your superpower that you think has contributed to your wins in life. Ah, uh, you surely should have one thing you are struggling with in your business right now. So what would that be? One of my struggles. Yeah, what have what have you been struggling with in your business oh, so yeah. far? Yeah, or maybe right so- now. The biggest struggle is building that team. So I have amazing teachers who teach my classes for me. And there's still the component where you have to hire someone to do admin work. Because again, I'm only one person. If I try to do everything, then I'll never complete my to-do list, my to-do list. So I struggle with giving away that control and that power to someone else. So I'll hire someone to do a task. And then still find myself trying to do the task, even though I'm paying them to do it. So that is where I'm struggling and letting go and trusting that if I give someone the correct tools, that they're going to be able to complete the task the way I need it to be completed. Okay. So uh, with what you've shared with us, like what exactly are you planning to do or what do you plan to do to uh, overcome that challenge? Well, and this is the thing. So I, I have a business mentor and I talk, I just recently discussed this with her about putting people on my team and she broke it down for me. She said, if you're going to hire someone, you need to train them. And if you feel that you have trained them to your best abilities, then I shouldn't worry about them not doing the job. Um, the other advice that she gave me was during the interview ask them a question about how they would solve a problem. So like a common problem I might have, like if my common problem is scheduling, like it's very difficult to schedule seven teachers and they all live in different time zones and they have different classes that they offer and they have different times that they want to work. And I asked them during the interview, how would you solve this? And then the person who gives me the best solution is probably the person that's best for the job. So I never thought about asking someone, how would you fix this problem versus me trying to explain it to them and tell, like, show them how to do it. So that's one of the things I have planned is when I do interviews, I'm going to actually say, hey, I need you to explain step by step how you would solve this problem. And that's going to help me narrow down the candidates for the jobs that I'm hiring for yeah, I can easily relate with what you mentioned because uh, recently I was trying to make some uh, IAs for uh, part of my business and I was really struggling with uh, who am I to hire like, you know, it's, it can be a very challenging thing. But I think uh, what you just shared with us is a very interesting uh, tip or let's say strategy to really figure out uh, who's the best hand to hire when you are trying to get someone in your team. So thank you for that tip. So like what is one thing that you are working on right now that you are excited about, maybe in your business or maybe beyond business? Well, so in business, I'm really excited about this new course that I'm launching. So this is one that's pre-recorded. We're still going to have live sessions, but it's still going to be self-paced. So if someone decides they want to start the course next week and they want to finish the course in eight weeks, they can finish it in eight weeks. They want to finish it in two weeks. They can finish it in two weeks, but every single week they'll have the opportunity to meet with me live. So I'll still have live classes. So anybody who wants to drop in, anyone who needs the extra live support is still going to have access to it. So I'm really excited about that because it's a new, it's not a new lane. It's just a new audience. So I'm used to teaching you. This one is going to be for adults. So business, that's what I'm excited about. And then um personal like in my personal life I'm really excited I don't know if excited is the right word but 
I've been training and working out with a personal trainer for a little over a year. And I'm finally meeting with a nutritionist and I'm going to also adjust the way that I eat. So I don't know if it's not exciting. I'm anticipating this change in my lifestyle. Okay, that's that's a very good one. Like uh, you've been uh, you taking care of your body and try to uh, give back to the body that you are using to uh, run around and uh, run your business. That's a very uh, good yeah. one. So outside of business, talking about uh, personal stuff here, who is Jade? Well, um, the biggest thing about me, I'm a I'm a homeschooling mom. So that is like my a p- big part of my identity right now because I never imagined that I'd be homeschooling and I never imagine that I would be leaving like the traditional education school system because I thought I would be able to change it. But when I was there, I realized that it, that wasn't a possibility. So that transition to teaching online is connected to me becoming a homeschooling parent. And my daughter's 13. We've been homeschooling since she was seven. So it's been a journey but we've done a lot together. So we also enjoyed traveling our first year of homeschooling. We world schooled, we traveled, we have traveled to over 20 countries. So me as a person, I just, I enjoy the freedom and flexibility of creating a lifestyle that I didn't expect. It's not something that I dreamed about. I didn't dream about being able to travel whenever I wanted to, or having an income that allowed me to travel whenever I wanted to. So that is a big part of my identity, just knowing that I, I was able to change my mindset about these ideas in life and enjoying, actually enjoying my life without working all of the time. Okay, that's that's very good. Like uh, one of the most uh, interesting things about entrepreneurship is the fact that uh, when it is done right and when it, uh, you are getting some traction and you are doing fine, it actually gives you freedom to do what you love, to spend time with people you love and even enjoy things that are fun to you, just like you've mentioned. And I think that is one uh, interesting thing about what we do as entrepreneurs. So that's very good. I'm glad you're having fun. And so this next question, like it's very specific to what you do as a teacher like for anyone out there listening to this episode uh maybe they have an expertise maybe they have a knowledge and they want to share it with the world just like you are doing uh in form of our teaching so what will be your best tip for them how to get started or what will you advise uh, them to do when they are getting started so my biggest advice i always give people is to just get started so uh, there's a lot of people like, oh, I want to do this, but I'm going to do it later. I'm really interested, but I don't know if I can do it. Like stop all the buts and all the ifs and just do it. Because if you start today, there's no telling where you're going to be at the same time next year. But if you wait an entire year, you kind of wasted a, a year of time where you could have been growing or developing your business. Um, look for mentors or coaches. If you don't want to go at it alone, you absolutely can. You can read all the books. You can watch all the YouTube videos. But having someone there that's going to be able to support you, that knows what they're talking about, that's knowledgeable about the business, can help that waiting for a year and get you to where you want to be within a few months. Okay, that's awesome. So uh, uh, related to that question, like for entrepreneurs out there in general, like what would be your best tip? So all entrepreneurs, not if you're just interested in teaching online, but all um, entrepreneurs get a business coach. Unless you went to school for business, unless you went to school for marketing, getting a business coach 
is absolutely going to save you from a lot of legal issues as well. So a lot of people want to start businesses, but they don't do it legally. And then if you start having success, and even if you're not having success that you want, you could lose everything you work for in like a matter of days because you haven't followed the legal steps that you need to for your business. Okay. Uh, thanks for that tip. Uh, one, one guest I uh, had a conversation with earlier before uh, we jump on this call, uh, actually said the same thing and i think <laughs> it's something that most entrepreneurs all always overlook like you know someone has been where you want to be someone has already done everything that we wanted to do like and i think the smartest thing to do is just instead of reinventing the way to just find someone who is already there and just uh, attach one attach yourself to them and uh, learn from them and uh, they have made the mistake and you can always shortcut and jump the queue by learning from them and skipping their mistake and just getting to the good stuff that really work out. So that's a very, very good uh, one. So lastly, uh, can you just tell us where we can connect with you, where we can find you and any other thing that you have for our listeners out there? Yes. So I can be found at www.teacherj.com. My upcoming course is called the Get It Course. It's the Guided E-Learning Teachers Investment Toolkit. It's going to cover everything anyone anyone who wants to teach online not just teachers um but it covers how to get the business started how to create courses and then also how to market those classes and it's the same across all social media platforms on instagram it's teacher underscore jade on tiktok it's teacher underscore underscore jade on facebook it's teacher jade's Masterclass. so that's where i can be found um and there's also a ton of free resources so i blog about how to create courses. I have YouTube videos. I put a lot of free resources out there for people who think that they're ready to start this journey or who are absolutely ready to start this journey if they want to start offering courses online. Okay, that's good. Like all the links that Jade has mentioned will surely be included in the show notes for this episode. Just head straight to the sixfigureentrepreneur.com and you will just search for Jade and you will find the show notes to this episode. So thank you so much, Jade. I believe next time we ask you to jump on call like this to share some maybe something about our what you are just getting started with in your business, what you mentioned that you're excited about. I believe that you will surely say yes to us. I, well, I, I will. And I absolutely appreciate you having me. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. Yeah. Thank you too. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.